Previously on polyamory. So, as, in fact, as you were leaving town, this little yellow flap appeared in the air, not not far from where you were. As you're watching, the flap flips up, and this sort of menacing grey head comes through, and it's got these two little black eyes on the side of it, and this li- it's all white underneath, and it's coming further through, and you can see the gills on the side, mm. and it comes further through, and there's a little pop. And um, um, a couple of uh, like fins come out on either side of it. You realise that dressed in this shark costume is basically a very very small tabaxi. The last like one it. comes through heaving something heavy, and they all sort of once they've sort of managed to get it through the cat flap, they present it at your feet. It takes a little while to work it out. It's large and hairy. It's about sort of three foot long. I knew we should have read the receipt. This would have probably told us what it was. On further investigation, you realise that you have been given a mostly dead giant rat. Oh. Ah. This is clearly thanks for admittance for, oh. for the work you oh, did. I... You notice as you are sort of disembarking from the cart that there is uh, one person who's sort of wandering up out of the mine with a big bag of coal. And they throw it on the back of a cart, gesture uh, to, the, uh, to the driver. And the driver heads off sort of north of, of of the town. And there's a few people standing around sort of jeering this single miner. Uh-huh. There's no point in coal. No one's buying it no more. There is one mill in all that bloody city. And he points off towards what looks like a weird, dirty cloud on the horizon. Only one mill left in that city that still buys real coal. There are a lot of well-dressed people that seem to be sitting on the pavements begging for money. Uh, sorry to see that you seem to be having a rough time. Oh, that's jolly kind of you. Thank you for so much. I must say we've fallen on terribly hard times. So we've had to come and live down here with common folk. Common folk? The common Indeed, folk. Yes. You've had to live with common people? It's ghastly, I'm oh, sure. No. How, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. What <laughs> happened that brought you here? Well, there's just no work for us anymore, I'm afraid. What, 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 what was the work before? Well, we were, we were businessmen and women and all sorts, as you know, but uh, there's been a new type of businessman arriving in the city, and they've rather taken over all our positions, so I suppose there's less need for us. It's the age of steam, you know. It is a big old smoky pile that you are heading towards. Just the whole city is just wreathed in steam. There are, as you get closer, you see all these old, very old buildings, some of them like belching smoke out of their chimneys. There's like a, a, just some unpleasant metallic and chemical smells just coming from these buildings. Like lots of very tall chimneys. There's like a, a river that seems to be just sort of running down and it runs sort of quite close to the road as you're getting into town and then sort of seems to pull away a bit. It's, uh, yeah, a big sooty, stinking city just wreathed in fog and steam. Uh, and as you are driving along, you do notice that there are a, a lot of people with these sort of umbrellas just tap-tapping, uh, walking in lockstep. You are approached by this group of four who appear to be sort of muttering between themselves, very quietly engaged in some kind of conversation. And one of them tips their hat, and there's something a bit strange about that. But then they open their mouth Business, 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 business
You can't do this. This is our livelihood, this. Listen, I'm sure it's all very important that you have your little business here, but you really do need to get with the times. Join the rest of us here, you know? We've run this mill the same way for centuries. My father, my father before him, my father's father's father ran this mill. We have always run it the same way. We have always bought the coal in from town, and we have always used this river to make our steam. We don't buy it from you lot. Listen, I'm sure you think it's very important to go by the old ways, but Lankingham is a modern city, and I'm sure you understand. Hello, hello. Sorry to interrupt whatever this is. Um, I'm new in town, and I was looking to make an investment in your wonderful, wonderful business. I, I assume you are the person I should be talking to about the future business direction of this city. Well, if you'd like to come by my office sometime, I'm sure we could arrange something. You see, Mr. Boscombe, some people can be very reasonable. What do they want? They want to sell us their own steam, rather than letting us create our own. I believe we were the last business in all of the city. That's uh, still made our own steam. It's all changed in the last couple of years, you see. It used to be everyone got their own steam or, or you know, got some spare off, off their neighbours. There was a right community, but now, ever since that new mayor came, set himself up, he's been holding a monopoly on it. Business after business has been falling. Some of the fancy folk that used to be here have ended up... Homeless, poverty-stricken, down, escaping out of the city because the businessmen really don't like any poor folk on the street. They've been rather holding out the last few years, unwilling to join our fabulous new and incredibly clean steam network. Instead, they have chosen to use the old ways to continue to use coal. And while they still had access to the river, of course, that meant they could still go about their business, but uh, we're having the river redistributed in such a way that it won't run past their little mill anymore, and they certainly won't have a business anymore without one. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. And at oh. that moment, there's like a like the whistle of the factory. Just... <laughs> and then it echoes all across the city. Oh. Like, all the factories are kicking out at once. Yeah. And there's like a... The whole ground is shaking. Oh. The whole ground is shaking and there is a rhythmic thump, 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 oh. thump, 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 thump. And the mill owner sort of grabs you all and pulls you onto the onto the pavement. Yeah. And from every factory, huge double doors swinging open, there are just warforged. Just so many warforged just marching in file, in rank and file, up towards the top of the hill. Just in just ranks and ranks and ranks of them. Some of them painted in different colours. You, you're spotting, like, two different colour schemes, but that's it. Yeah. And they just march past you and away to the north. What's that Aye. about? What they for? The war. The war between Galbernia and Gorland. Been going on for millennia. As long as the two cities have existed, they've been at war. And they buy Warforged from Lankingham. Of course... The industry wasn't always warforged. We did, we ourselves make textiles, but there's been, you know, various manufactured goods of all types. And slowly, as in, in the last couple of years, the demand for warforged has been getting bigger and bigger. It is the age of the new steam.
good evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyamory Season 2. Hello, everyone. Ooh, ooh. Hello. Ooh. Hello. We're all here doing Hello. a story again. We are, back once again with the ill behaviour. With the ill behaviour? With the ill behaviour. I wonder how many of our episodes have started with that. I feel like it's going to be a few. <laughs> <laughs> At I what know. point does it get onto the bingo card? Do we have a bingo card yet? I don't think we're that popular yet. We can make a bingo card. Yeah, you don't bing- have to be popular if you're motivated. <laughs> have your own bingo card. We'll make our own bingo card. We'll have a space on there for blackjack and sex work. Nice. Castle Twilight, mate. <laughs> so, when last we met, you were going and having a little nap in the mill with some very lovely people who'd take, put you up for the night. Hello, Smudge. <laughs> Smudge is playing D and D with us this we've a, week. We've got a live taxi in the in the studio, everyone. No. So yeah, we're sleeping in the mill. You're sleeping in the mill. You've had a lovely dinner of stew, stuck to your bones that day, kept you warm yeah. all night. It's and good. they put up with almond flour on it now. No, you didn't have to put up with almond flour on it. They wouldn't have anything as fancy as almond flour in this mill. Damn straight, they wouldn't. <laughs> Rude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This feels like someone's being targeted here. It's me. Yeah, I assumed. Um, so yeah, when we wake up in the morning, uh, Bromara would like to find... Uh, was there someone specific in charge here for, that we spoke with last the week? Owner. The mill owner. The mill owner seems as good a person as any. Um, I'll go find the mill owner. All right, love. Uh, Sleep all right? <laughs> yep, slept very well, thank you. It's nice to not be in the, the back of the cart. Always. Oh, she's a fine cart, though. Oh, fine cart, but you know, a bit of, bit of variety is lovely. Children have had a lot of fun feeding pigs. They they do like their food. I mean, their favourite word is food. Carrots. Oh, carrots. Car- oh, they do like it. They do like the word carrots. Carrots is good. Um, yeah. So I had something I wanted to ask because there's a there's a lot of war there's a lot of war forged out there. Ah, that's pretty much what the city does. Yeah, yeah. So, is there any kind of like reliable schedule they move about on? I would assume so. That might be useful to know, like certain times to be out or not be out. The factories produce all day. Five o'clock, the whistle blows, and they send the war forged off to war. Okay. So during the day they're in the factories, and at night they're nowhere near here. Ah, they march north to the cities. Okay. Because initially my thought was going to be, how handy are your people here if they were to be armed to come and... Yeah, I was thinking about maybe if we were to try and storm the big corporate building and try and take out whatever network is controlling all the Warforged. Like, how how confident would your lot be giving us some extra people to charge in with in something like that? I mean, it's a thousand strong army of, of robotic warriors. What, in the, the building? No, the, the Warforged themselves. In the building, yeah. there's probably only one or two people in there. Well, that's that's what I was thinking, is I assume there's something in that building we could use to maybe reprogram the Warforged? I wouldn't think so. I no. imagine that most of them are programmed in the factory, like they've always been. Ah, that's, that's a shame. Because I feel like that, the fact that, that that building is so mostly empty, there's got to be something we could do there. Like... Taking hostage one of the executives, perhaps, or something of that nature. Well, the main issue there would be that there is only really the mayor and the mayor's assistant, Runnymede. And apart from that, it's just the the business robots that you've seen. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't reckon we could take the mayor hostage and be like, aha, now relinquish control of the city? 
The only reason he's got control of the city is because he's supplying all the steam. I suppose if you could find some way of shutting up their supply of steam, perhaps the, the city would have to go back to the old ways. Hmm. Where are they getting all their steam from again? No idea. I've not seen so much as a single cart come through city lugging coal apart from that what comes for me. Hmm. Try docks, I suppose. They might be importing it from somewhere else. Yeah. I suppose the other thought is I could just go ask the mayor. <laughs> so apparently I can just walk back in and ask him stuff. Oh, la da Apparently pretending to be fancy and important is enough to get him to just drop his fucking guard. Aye, that'll do it. Yeah. I mean, if I thought just giving him a good stab would be enough to solve the problem, I'd do it, but I get the impression that wouldn't fix the problem. There's few things in life that a good stab won't sort out. I mean, I can go give him a good stab if it would help. Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Bromara ponders. Homicidally. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, first I'll ask where his steam's coming from. Seems like I could just ask. Or we could go look at the docks. We'll investigate the docks. I won't go... F- what does the rest of the party want? <laughs> yeah, party, what do you reckon? Thoughts? Duster has never had one and resents the accusation. How dare I accuse you of a thought? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's found the, the little mill urchins and he's got a fairy dragon and a plant that needs to be taught how to do hard work. So he's just making a nuisance of himself, showing them how to do the dirt can trip. And he reckons that that'll be a problem, but not until well after he's left town. <laughs> Glorious. What about D? What are you? What are you thinking? Well, I was gonna say that Dusty actually did have an idea during the last session to try and replace um the the mayor. Oh, in in what sense? Do you remember Dusty? I mean, I feel like Becky might have had the idea. Well, if Becky had the idea, <laughs> Dusty was verbalizing Becky's idea in character. Becky, um, do you remember your idea? I think it was just have him voted out because the people that depend on the steam are now suffering from having the monopoly. Oh, heck. So, you know, trick all the rich people into thinking unions are good. Are you suggesting Dusty run for mayor? I am not. Yeah, I think we were <laughs> trying to find um, somebody else in town who might be a suitable I... replacement. I feel like Boscombe might be a suitable replacement. I agree. I believe he told you he wasn't the sort for that sort of thing. No. But he had some ideas. Do we? Do you think we could follow up with him? You can certainly go and ask him. I will not stop you. Yeah. Um, so he will approach Boscombe. So we had asked... Um, Yesterday, if you might know anybody who might be better suited to representing the people properly. I mean, at this point, a carved wooden dock would probably be doing a better job than the mayor. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, at least. I'm sure He's everybody... basically got this whole monopoly on steam and seems very happy to keep it that way. And running me out of business in the meantime. Can you think of anybody we might be able to talk to to see about putting them in power instead? I've never been much friendly with the other business owners, and, and to be honest, I'm a bit lost these days. I don't know who's still in the city. Hmm. I understand a lot of people went out of business. No longer required. Surplus to requirement. Well, D's out of ideas. I am curious about that little uh, pump thingamabob that there was outside the mansion. Oh, the absolutely massive pump. Yeah, that that feels like it might be something. Not sure what, but it feels like it could be something. Are you asking about it, or are we going to see it? Um, is it close enough to the mansion that going to see it would get us looked at? Um, 
I think you're probably alright to go up and see it. I think I think we can manage that. Okay. How's this for a plan? Go to the docks. Mm-hmm. Have a look at the docks. Mm-hmm. On our travels, see if we can find an artificer or someone with even a shred of competency with anything mechanical. And then if we do, go and have a look at the pistony thing going uppy downy. Piston thing do go uppy downy. It does go uppy downy. Okay, so the plan is. Go for a wander of the city, sort of toward the docks, and then sort of toward the pump. Yeah, see, see yeah. what the docks has to offer. See if we hear yeah. any rumours of a potential mare or a potential uppy-downy pump saboteur, and then go watch <laughs> thing go uppy-downy. Uppy-downy, so you go to the docks first. Yes. Yes. So you head out, having wished everyone a, a good morning. Uh, you leave the cart back at the... Or uh, Are you leaving the cart back at the mill, or are you going uh, to... I think we can leave it there safely for now. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say a hoofing We'll lock the cart. Yeah, lo- locked. Downside. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, I'm sorry. laughs> <clears throat> so, cart locked. You head mm-hmm. off into the city, head down towards the docks. The Now, down here, it's not the river. The river used to flow into this area, or, sorry, the river still just about flows into this area, but this is canal docks. Lots of big warehouses on the side. There's nobody here, and it doesn't look like there's been anyone here for a while. Like, the rest of the city is wreathed in this steam, but there's no workers, there's no boats, Mm. and for a working dock, that seems suspicious. Yeah. I'm going to roll investigation. Can I also yeah. roll to investigate? That seems like a thing I want to do. Nine. East Docks, it's a bit weird. Oh, I clicked. <laughs> Are you going to try and scare some, uh, some uh, information out of the docks? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Nine. 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 I got a, I got a one. So that was an 18 to scare the docks, but only a one to investigate them. <laughs> Okay. Dee shouts at the dock, achieving nothing, but then attempts to investigate it, and the dog's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> you shouted at the me. The dog's got a huff on. Um, but you wander around, you know, there's all these, like, coal sheds, and you try a couple of doors, and they're, they're open. They're marked as coal sheds, and there's nothing in here. No coal. I mean, there's coal dust, if, if, if that counts still. There is still the shed. There is still the shed. <laughs> okay. There is still and Dusty has a cool, edgy new Roomba to zoom around on top of. <gasps> yeah. It goes faster because it's black. <laughs> I'm sure Puff will love it. That's how sports car work. Yeah. Ah. Different colour go zoomy. Different colour mm-hmm. do go zoomy. We've investigated. Um, and there's no one, no one around at all that we can ask. Like, no hey, one around, what, what no the fuck's coal, going no on up there? Hmm. Uh, can I do a percept on the water? Okay. 22. Is the water remotely worth my time percepting at it? Um, you can see every little river. You you can just about spot in the scum of the canal, like, just, like, some used condoms. Um, you perceive the fuck out of this canal with a 22. Um, but ultimately, there's nothing. It's it's still. There's no signs that it's been used recently. Can I try rolling insight to get some insight as to what the fuck's going on here? Try and understand why... Go for it. Everything is... Everything about Abandoned. Seven. I'm not very insightful. I didn't like the look of it. I didn't uh, like the colour of it. The uh, everyone, they left the docks. There were too. There was too much coal dust on them. They were. They were dusty. It got on oh. their hands. They didn't like it. They were dusty. No, dusty's dusty. Oh, dusty's dusty. <laughs> dusty looks hurt by this. No, no. Oh. No. Can D try an insight, or is D too busy still? Try insight. 
for a Marco <gasps> shriveling away from oh, no. D and D. Oh no! Completely. Oh no! Dusty still loves you, I'm sure. <laughs> What about Dusty's hurt that all the other people didn't like dust? Oh, I see. Don't think that's how Laura read it. <laughs> Twelve. Nobody's using coal, question mark? Oh. So coal's not the source of this steam, then. Hmm. I mean, we know that there is one river that runs through. Yeah. And only one person was using it, and they're cutting them off. Yeah. And there's also no coal coming into the city. Does anyone object to me going and asking fancy pants about how how they're doing their coal under the guise of, uh, well, I went back and talked to the board and, you know, we just need to make sure this is a sustainable business plan. What is your production process like for your steam? <laughs> Are you sure? Because we were going to head that way anywhere to watch steam go up you down. Eh? Mm-hmm. Steam do go up you down. We could, dare I say, split the party again. One of us goes inside to ask questions and the, the others investigate the pumpy thing. While distraction. Is there a pub on the way? Not that you've seen. Dusty hurts this town, let's go. <laughs> Deal, Deez wants to ask Bromara some things. Yeah, go ahead. Did you say that you'd be back? Uh, yeah, I I made up some bullshit story about um needing to go check with investors before making any firm investment plans and okay. you know the kind of nonsense that gave me an excuse to leave and like he said I'm happy to walk back in any time. I think he thinks he's got me on the hook for money, so I don't think it'll be a problem me coming and going. Would there be anything useful you think we can get over there? Any I... more things to find out? I don't know. Um. Yeah, last visit, I tried my best to find out, like, any weaknesses that I I should be worried about people trying to exploit via your business. Um, didn't get very far there. Duster is twirling his Warhammer around, as if to subtly mention in the background that he can think of a weakness that this fleshy (laughs) meat piece probably has. I mean, that is indeed a weakness. Because... Dee's thought is we don't really understand this business because that seems to be our main confusion. We don't understand what they're doing or why or how they're making... Well, I mean, we know how they're making money. They're putting a stranglehold on the other businesses. Yeah, because the obvious question is... How, how, if you're not doing steam the way everyone else is, how are you managing it? If you're cutting off all ways that everyone else would make steam here, how are you doing it? Right, on the one hand, if it's, like, better environmentally, then... Looks up at smoke-filled sky. (laughs) Steam-filled sky. It's steam-filled instead of coal, which is just nasty. Mm -hmm. The reason they called it the Black Country for so long. Yeah. Because it was covered in soot. Yes. But I do doubt that this is being done through like, oh, it turns out we're making steam through solar power. It's actually a very benevolent world-saving organization. We find fire spirits who are bored and then... Yes! <laughs> have them... And we get them to play with the water spirits yeah. and they have a lovely time. They cuddle. Oh. <laughs> uh... Dee's thought is... What if I were to pretend to be an investor who's just along (gasps) to inspect what all is happening and see if we can't figure out what they're doing? Uh, Yeah, we could maybe go with um, 
oh yes, you're one of the uh, the board members, and you know you were the last holdout. Like everyone else is on board with this investment, but you just really need talking talking through the specifics of the business. You're you're the the facts and figures type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dusty, do you want to be part of our, our our alibi, or do you want to investigate a big pump? Yeah, we could just go up and look at the pump, and then Dusty can loom behind D as you know this shareholder's bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go look at the bomb. I can even hold an embarrassing purse to make it obvious that I am, in fact, just the most... Gorilla in a suit, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. okay. So, you head up the, the hill. It's a long walk on these cobbled streets. Bad on your ankles. Mm. But you get up there, you find the big steam pump thing. There seem to be like a number of lines that sort of run to here and it's connected to at least one of the factories. They're obviously driving some kind of... Oh god, are they fracking? Are they what? Fracking. Oh. Big big pump where where they're getting their their gases to make steam from. (gasps) Mm. Oh no. Very bad. Duster is interested in what wizardry this is. Steam go uppy downy. Um, did you want to roll investigation? I will investigate big pumping up and going downy. Go up and downy. <laughs> Dusty has a 10 to go up and downy. 19 to go up and downy. 18 to go up and downy. <laughs> yep, it goes up and down. What do you two think? Uh, Dusty sort of like grabs onto the piston <laughs> and just goes up and downy a bit for a while. Oh. Yeah, it's it's like 20 feet in it, feet in either direction. <laughs> it's it's a long ass way. But um yeah. Br- Brumara is braced underneath in case anyone is to fall. Dusty goes up and downy, and it's fine. Yeah, it's nothing from the process, but it has a nice ride. That's um, fair. The rest of you imagine that the pipes are providing uh, steam to the turbine, which is moving the pump, and the pump is doing something in one of the factories. Hmm. Hmm. We should ask for a factory tour. Yeah. At, at least a minute past five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just to show that we don't work to anyone else's timetable. Yeah, it's the power uh, move. Do it the just service as... industry person in me hates you both at home. Oh, no, never do that to service workers, but to a posh like CEO twat. Wait until it looks like he's about to go on lunch and then go. Oh, we oh we're here for our meeting. Hmm, he's yes. always on We've lunch. We've decided it's now it's time yes. for. Okay, so you head across the road into yep. the. Mm-hmm. The mayor's office. Um, is gonna once again fancy up as best possible. Just oh yes, I look like I have money to spend. How's being looking? Well, I like the purse idea. Well, no, I could be a gentleman with a purse. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, businessy sufficiently. Okay. A traditional sort of suit and tie, like ready for a day in the office. <laughs> At least two hats, if I can manage it. One hat One stacked hat, on top hats. of the other. Okay, what what style? Um, it would bowler make top? it would make the most sense to have a bowler and then like a a stove top Ooh, on top it. of the bowler. Yeah, I love it. Okay, and um, and and Dusty, you're just looking hench. Yeah, Dusty is going to look very very hench and very very powerful, mm-hmm. and then he's going to have this very very nice, quite a few feminine touches, mm-hmm. 
person that is carrying for D and is going to have Aurora just perching out of it like a little chihuahua with her little ring tiara on just so she's a teacup dragon now she is a teacup dragon oh oh Uh, yeah, so Brumara is going to sort of flash the business card on the way in and be like, oh, yes, he said I'd come back in any time. Business, business, business. Business, business. And you sort of head into the building and the, one of the businessmen is tapping away a, a typewriter. Yeah. Um, just ones and zeros. Uh, so no idea why they have yeah. the rest of the typewriter there. Um, they just sort of wave, wave you in. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be a delightfully cheap typewriter to just have the two <laughs> things. You could, because then you could have like a whole other hand free. Right. Uh, so yeah, we follow the direction we're pointed in. Okay, so you are pointed in the direction of uh, Running Meat's office. Dusty tries to read whatever the business business was typing over its shoulder. It's just ones and zeros. Do you speak binary? Um, that to depends. The sheet, this guy does. That depends. Is it a sister language to primordial or undercommon? No. Is is it a form of dark speech? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it if... a dialect of dwarvish? <laughs> no. <laughs> it uh, shares a common script with common. Can no, I make out <laughs> some of the letters? Yes, one and zero. They recur a lot. <laughs> Dusty tells himself that it's probably their secret diary and that's why it's incurred. It's probably very juicy. Uh, uh, does it look like we can just sort of head into the office? Or in that case, we would attempt to just sort of head in. Mm. Dusty gets the door. Oh, hello. I, I, I hope that it's not a bad time for me to pop back. Ah, oh, lovely to see you yes. again. So have you decided to well, invest with us? Well, uh, most of the board is on board. We're pretty much there. Um... I hope you don't mind. I brought along a colleague of mine. They're the last held out on the board who's still not uh, totally sold on on the investment, and we just wanted to uh, go over a couple of things, if that's okay. Mm, Pleased to meet you. There's sort of a rising inflection at the end and a hand held out. D will, like, extend a hand, but, like, it... Like, the hand is, like, limp. Like, kind of like uh, you'd be extending a hand to be kissed. Aw, didn't (laughs) it? Um, he does that thing where he sort of just weighs the, weighs the hand. Uh-huh. Um, but he still looks quizzical. You get the impression he's probing for a name. Ah. Uh, shit, didn't think this far. <laughs> Never do. I like to think Dig. this is in canon. He's, he's like, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> Who am I? Dig. Dig. D-I-G? G. D-I-G. G. Surely D-I-double-G-E. At the very yes. least. Yes. You, you get extra silent letters. I'm Dij. D I G G E E X. Do you have a one H? God, we all are in the north of England, aren't we? (laughs) You can't spell it. It's got too many letters. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Would you Would you like to um to 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 run run past your concerns? Uh, I know that you had a couple of raises at the board meeting last night. Well, I'm just afraid I'm not sure how this all works. Where's the long-term viability in all of this steam? Yes, it was a sort of interesting question you brought up, which was, 
if they're closing off all the routes in and out for other people to make steam, how what's your steam production process? How is how sustainable is it? Oh, we have our own method of producing steam, and I assure you, it will be going on much longer than the war. Oh, I'm sure that is the case, but obviously for our confidence of investment, would you be willing to either uh, talk to us about it or, or give us a tour, show us sort of how it's done? Oh, I'm sure I can arrange to uh, show you around. I'll just, uh, before we go, would anyone like a cup of tea? <laughs> no? Okay. Bromara will take a cup of coffee knowing that she is poison resistant. <laughs> coffee? No problem. And she sort of looks up towards the door, and after a couple of minutes, uh, one of the, the one of the business business people comes in and hands you a cup of coffee. Mm. A little biscuit on the side. Oh, oh, that's how you know it's fancy. And a brown sugar lump. Yep, that's how you know that they ha- that they haven't rumbled yet. That we aren't going to invest. They're still bringing out the good bi- the biscuits and the brown sugar. <laughs> oh, they always have biscuits too. Yeah, they they genuinely. Oh, you don't do that unless you want to convince biscoff. them. You know it's that- a biscuit. Yeah. Can. <laughs> <laughs> Does do do a percep? You can percep. I got a six. That's coffee, all right. It smells great. Doesn't matter if it's poisoned. <laughs> Dusty sees that it's the good biscuits, and that Dusty doesn't have a good biscuit. Okay. Uh, Bromara passes Dusty the good biscuit. Don't pass Dusty the good biscuit. Okay. Do they have? Bromara will prepare to save the good biscuit for Dusty for later. Oh wow! That's what's going to let you down on your class thing. He'll <laughs> notice that you put the good biscuit in your handbag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to have to sleight of hand at the end of this mission to sleight of hand the good biscuit. Oh, do you want to sleight of hand? The good biscuit to me, so that I can sleight of hand it into. <laughs> is this what oh, this entire can we thing do this at the falls end down of, on? Can we do this at the end biscuit. of the thing? Because we, we want to get the information first. Okay, just so keep just the biscuit your on your saucer. But now I'm just taking the coffee biscuit on the side of the plate with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've not yet rumbled myself. Well, if you'd like to come with me, and he leads you out to a carriage that has just mysteriously appeared. And whisks you off slightly further up the hill. And there is this huge, brutalist monolith. Just black, stretching up, lost in the steam, high above the city. And, like, occasional yawning windows, just, like, sending jets of light out into the steam. It just looks really menacing. Does it make me weird that I like brutalist architecture? No, I love brutalist architecture (laughs) as well. It's a gorgeous thing. I just wouldn't want to live in it. Yeah. Because it's depressing after a while. Yeah. It's nice to go, that's a cool picture of some brutalist architecture. Yeah. Yeah. But it is depressing to live with. Uh, yeah. Has he spoken a word to the business, business, businesses, or do they just seem to be mind reading? They seem to be mind reading. Can Dusty have an insight to see if he thinks anything about that? You can insight, see if a thought bubbles up. Five, it's probably fine. You think that's peculiar, but you can't quite explain why. Something tugs at the corner of your perception and you think, I wonder if it's weird that they they never speak words but seem to always do things. Hmm. Anyway. Um, so yes, you're taken up to this very tall building and all of the pipes seem to lead from here. Like, some go, like, just, like, bridges across the road. Some of them, like, run along the, the, the road next to you. Some of them seem to, like, head underground. But everything is coming out of this building. Mm-hmm. It is a, a nightmare of pipes. A pipe mare, if you will. A pipe okay. mare. Love it. Yes. 
Um, you are led into this building and there are sort of turbines being fed and you can see in the tubes like occasionally there's like a glass section where you can see like there is steam in these pipes and so electricity is clearly being produced from these things and uh, the steam itself is being sent down into into the city itself Hmm. Hmm. as you they he he goes on to explain various aspects of this which are too technical for me to do yeah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Steam make turbine turn, which make power. That's pretty much all you hear. Yeah, hot hot air go up, which make things spin, which make electric. Indeed, that's <gasps> basically how you hear it. Turbine do spinny. Turbine, turbine do, do spinny. spinny. Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're shown sort of further around. There's more pipes. There's more things, and you are eventually led quite high up in the building. There's like a, a door marked authorised personnel only. And you can see like one of those chicken wire windows to the side of it. And through there, there is like a huge, you guess it's transparent, but it's absolutely rammed full of steam hmm. sphere. And it appears that all the steam comes from here. And this, of course, is uh, our, our source. Although, can't really discuss trade secrets with regards to that. Well, I mean, surely you can give us some sense of the nature of what that is. That's because that sh- sure seems like a like a self perpetuating source of steam, which, if accurate, would be a wonderful thing to invest in. But obviously, you can see why we'd be a bit, you know, dubious of that. Oh, I mean, we we live in a world of such incredible, fantastical creatures. It's, we are just able to uh, fashion the steam we need using the powers of one such long-lived species. Uh, I'm double-checking if this is one of the, if I'm playing a character today that has mind-reading abilities. Yeah, uh, you can talk in brains. You I can talk in. Them. I can talk in brains. I don't think I can do the forcibly read them. Can I? Um, can Dusty do an intelligence? He wants to see how much he understood. Sure. You know, the only time I wanted him to do something stupid, he got a 15. Um, it's there. There is a creature that produces an awful lot of steam. Something Dusty is intimately familiar with. Hmm. Oh, mm. I have speak with animals. Okay. And I have several languages. Okay. So it's any creature that has shares a language? Um, speak, what? For speak with animals. Yeah. Um, also, Dusty just gave a massive deep in-breath. <laughs> Was there a... Th- did a thought occur, dear? Oh, I think we've broken Dusty. Too excited. Too excited. Yeah. Um, any animals, I can... A- I animals, can specifically. Yeah, uh, beasts, I believe it says. Do uh, people count as beasts? Well... I, I have several other languages and I have speak with animals. And my thought was cast speak with animals and then attempt to awaken mind, telepa- telepathically communicate with whatever's in the, the, the sphere. Okay, so I you're making ch- it so you can communicate with anything that shares a language with you. Is that your plan? Um, yes, yeah, so any any animal or anything that can speak um, one of my basic languages. E- either an animal or something that can speak in common, dwarvish, deep speech or undercommon. Okay. And then I'm trying to mentally connect to whatever's in the steam sphere. Okay. You get like a a moment that almost staggers you because the voice in your head has such incredible rage. Okay. Let me fucking out. Uh... And this is all telepathically. This is all telepathically. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that D can cover for me for a second with some mundane, inane conversation. Oh yes. Uh, yes. Well, I go glassy-eyed. 
while Ramar is doing this, Dee wants to just try and point out um, quote-unquote inefficiencies in the design. <laughs> Um, so just like pointing at pipes being like, does this really, you know, is this glass thick enough? Couldn't there be steam escaping here? Um, what's the yield? Oh, I see you're very interested in efficiency. Well, I, I think, you know, you've made some very good points there. Perhaps I could send that down to the engineering team. Uh, and there's a moment where he just looks slightly glassy-eyed. Can <laughs> so, I so... roll stealth against... I'm assuming it'll be the mayor's and whatever robot's perceptions. You've not met the mayor. This is the mayor's assistant, Runnymede. Okay. There's can I roll no stealth? robots around. Yep, you can roll stealth. But to what end? It's a ten. What it's are you ten. stealthing? Um, Juster is going to collapse entirely into a pile of dirt and just file under the door into that personnel-only room. And you're doing this during the moment that he's gone glassy-eyed, yeah? Yeah, when Dee's distracting him, Brilmara's staring off into space. Okay. Just okay. it is heading straight for that steam. Okay. You're on one of those, like, um, metal gantries, but you're going to have to be careful keeping your dust on this thing, because it's, like, all holes. Uh, so while this is all going on, Brilmara is going to reply to whatever's in the, the, uh, the, the steam. Look, we fully intend to get, to get you out. That's, uh, you know... On the down low, that's why I'm here. Who or what are you, and how can we get you out? I'm very cross. Let me out. I know you're very cross. It would help to know, like, what kind of creature are you, and how are they harnessing you? Genasi. Uh, Let me out. Yeah, can that'd explain it. Just to reconstitute himself in front of the sphere, and just try and smash it? Sure. Oh, so our cover's gonna be blown then, huh? <laughs> 25. Does 25 hit the inanimate object? It does. Uh, it cracks. Bromari, you hear like a like a scream in your head? Are, are you okay in there? Very loud. I know, I know. We're, we're trying to break you out. Uh, there's a crack in the steam thing. Steam is leaking out. D will redirect the assistant's attention to above. Is is there like light coming in? Uh, what from outside or? Yeah, like so. The the top is it like? Because I imagine glass so that cloudy sunlight can still come through. I guess this is this is still isn't the top of the building. You've gone up very high. Oh, but I see. Still not like way at the top. It's um like a back office at Aperture Science. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot happens here, especially because there's no actual people. Mm-hmm. So uh, it... apart from Runnymede, I guess. Is there anything up there? <laughs> um, there's like there's like a hanging ceiling, like. And and this light up here, does this really need to be here? I'm surely this is using far too much energy. Well, we do have an unlimited supply, so it's never really been a problem. But I suppose you're right, you know. If we had some kind of system whereby the lights could be switched on and off, mm. uh, perhaps that would mean that uh, we could save ourselves a little more. You are good at this. And there is just another moment where he sort of seems to go glassy-eyed again. Yes. Um, I don't know if Dusty's planning to make another swing at the uh, the, the the sphere, but if so, Brilmar is going to try and time a warning just in advance to be like, hey, another swing's incoming, just to protect this thing's hearing. Oh, Dusty has fucking lost it. Okay, let's have another swing. That's a 19. Okay, there's now, like, uh, like it, your whole 
head of the Warhammer went in this time, but then was almost immediately blown back out by the force of steam. But you get the impression that this hull is now really letting off a lot of the steam, so that the overall pressure for the entire building has really gone down now. And there is like a noticeable change in like the the volume, because before there was this constant hiss and clang of just machines moving and shifting and like the steam moving through the pipework. That sound has just sort of just changed pitch. Uh, Bromara mentally messages, is that enough for you to get out? So there, there is a sort of a, a pause for a moment, and then all of the steam in the, the sphere vanishes, and it moves like living steam out of... Oh, it does out, a dusty. Out the, yeah. Yeah. Out of the, the sphere. Uh, dusty still like proper raging it up. <laughs> About to go for another swing. Um, Dusty, tell me about your sister. <gasps> oh, shit. Who is now standing directly in front of you looking really cross. Fuck. Dusty's sister's dead, as far as Dusty thought. But you didn't actually see her die. No. So, you're standing in front of a ghost. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, got, I came back to life just to be an electricity machine. <laughs> Dusty doesn't have the words right now. He's just staring at this face that he thought he'd never see again. The last time he saw anyone that he knew or loved, it was just a horrific choking cloud and everyone had to breathe that. And he he didn't see his sister die, but Steam Janassi breathe. And he's been in the Underdark ever since then, trying to get over it. So he's just staring at his twin. Aurora? Dusty? Is how, that a year? How, how did you get here? Dusty just breaks down in tears. Uh, Bromara is going to message to the two of them. This does look like a really lovely reunion, but we did just destroy their power generating machine and probably need to get out of here. Yeah, everything is grinding to a halt and the assistant is no longer glassy-eyed. I see. This looks marvelously <laughs> inefficient. A pause. <laughs> Each second is Where's money lost. Where's the other one gone? I'm sure to secure the area and keep us all safe. Goodness knows that you can't be trusted now. I can't be trusted. I'm very concerned about the three of you. I mean, we barely started a tour and your machine has seemingly broken down. I'll repeat it. Where is the other one? Does 22 for strength kick that door into his fucking face? <laughs> it doesn't have to remain on the hinges. In fact, it's preferable if not. Oh no, I love that it just flies straight off the hinges. <laughs> smacks him in the side of the head. And um, yeah, he just crumples into the wall. Uh, plan, run! One out of five stars. As we sprint, uh, Bromari is going to throw Dusty the fancy biscuit and go, I was saving it for someone else. <laughs> We're saving it for later. So the four of you go charging down the stairs. Uh, Aurora is clearly kind of weak, um, but managing just about to keep up leaning on Dusty. Um, You hear a weird wood-breaky noise behind you, and footsteps behind you, and you hear footsteps in front of you. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Oh, I want to check. I want to check a spell. Hmm. Does anyone else other than me in the party have Dimension Door? D can cast Dimension Door. 
Okay, so two of us have Dimension Door, and each Dimension Door user can take one willing creature with them. So I vote, we both use Dimension Door and take the, uh, take the other two with us, and teleport, what's our range? Um, it's quite a big range. Uh, up to 500 feet to a place we can picture, such as outside, not in here. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Were you planning an encounter we were about to have? Guess not. <laughs> I mean, I'll I... just close that. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's I was, fine. I was very happy. I remembered you to have spell. the powers. You remembered to use your powers. Yeah. Gosh darn it! Go and use them. <laughs> we use Dimension Door and we escape. Five hundred feet away, very, very far away. So you run down some more stairs. Something behind you is really gaining, but when you're pretty convinced you're about 500 feet from the ground, yeah, you just blink out of there. Yep. And as you disappear, like just coming round the corner of the stairs behind you, is Runnymede, and yeah. half of his face is just broken off, uh-huh. and there's like, like sparking electrical bits, clearly... He was also some kind of robot, and he reaches out and he tries to grab the back of uh, <laughs> Dee's coat or something. <laughs> the hat. And, and it's just got it. Yeah, like the second hat, the stovepipe, tries to grab the top of that, and it's just gone. And as we land at the other side, Bramara's going to turn around to the rest of the group and just go, a tiny part of me kind of wants to go back in and fight that thing. <laughs> Seems pretty cool. <laughs> Just like a little bit, though. Just a little fight as a treat. Little fight. As you take a moment to catch your breath outside, it's probably midday by now, but you hear a very familiar whistle from all across the city. That Now's not the time for the whistle. Now is not the time for the whistle. Oh, no. How can they power Oops. the whistle? <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit left in the pipe. <laughs> Now I just feel really sad for all the war almost forged. Yeah, sort of half-built Franken-forged. Well, there's no time to worry about that right now. We need to get somewhere that isn't here, I think. Speaking of Aperture, you know when Wheatley took over? Yeah. And yeah. it was just a turret within a cube, within a nightmare? Yeah, the Franken-cube. Yeah. yeah Franken-forged. Oh, I feel like it's going to be bad to stay here Bromara starts running. be real good if we had the car, but we don't. <laughs> If only we brought the locked cart. <laughs> <laughs> so you're charging down the hill uh, together. Can I get a dexterity roll from everyone, please? Mm-hmm. Unless you meant deception, not <laughs> dexterity. <laughs> I don't think you can deceive the cobbles. A seventeen. Seven. Ten. Marvelous. Dusty, you twist your ankle on, on a cobble and take one damage. Ouch. Everyone else, fine. Huzzah! Uh, but you, you're going to lose uh, like half your speed for that, Dusty. So you and Aurora are now lagging behind a little as you start to see like groups of Warforged wandering out of factory gates. Do they seem to be coming for us specifically? They do seem to be coming for you specifically. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we keep running long enough, eventually they'll run out of power. <laughs> so you're heading all the way back to the mill? Mm, that was my instinct, but I don't want to cause the mill people to get swarmed by thousands of robots. Can we run back to the mill with the aim of get the cart and, and run? 
Keep uh, did we break Puff Withers, or is Puff still chilling with the cat? Can be either, depending on what you're thinking. I mean, you haven't mentioned him. I assume she left him and Aurora back that, at the mill. That, that was the plan, unless there is... I can summon I can summon Puff here if needed. I was more thinking, can't you think-talk to Puff at a really good distance and have him bring the cart and thus not lead the Warforge to the I mill? I don't know if Puff knows how to drive the cart. Can Puff talk to the piggies? I thought Puff had driven before. Yeah, I'm sure Puffer's, um, like, guided the car okay. in uh, at least one. Okay, uh, how close do I have to be to mentally... T- uh, within a hundred feet. I don't know how far a hundred feet is. It's not that far. No. Yeah. You could run past the mill, maybe? Or, or maybe as we're getting toward the mill, like, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred feet away, start going, Puff... Get the car outside, get the car ready. Get the car, get the car, get the car. We'd basically... I love you, Puff, but you need to get the car ready. I actually like the intercept idea, because then it would not necessarily seem like the mill was directly helping us if it was just driving by. Yeah, so about 100 feet out, Bromara will get the message to Puff, get get the car moving and we'll jump in. Uh, So sort of as you're heading past, like past the mill... The front doors burst open, like uh, like all of the urchins are just yeah. throwing the door open wide, and uh, there's the, there's like some wheel spin, and the piggies come like clattering out. <laughs> the cart does like a little drift on the cobbles, somehow doesn't break a wheel, <laughs> and sort of pulls up beside you at speed as you're running. Uh, as as running past, Bromara is also going to message to uh, to Boscombe in the mill mentally just. We got rid of their source of steam, but now they're very angry and they sent all the robots after us. We'll be back in a bit. Bye. <laughs> right, <or. laughs> <laughs> You're clattering down the hill towards the town? or uh, I suppose so. Just away from here, really. Okay, you're just trying to get out of the city. Yeah, come back when it's a little quieter. We can stealth our way back in. When high alert is over. So you, you're you racing down the hill. Like, you can see the city, like, the edge of the city just ahead of you. The steam seems to be lifting slightly, so you guess whatever was in the system is now largely running out. So inefficient, right? So inefficient. Mm-hmm. Terribly inefficient. And you notice as you're getting to the city limits, there is just a, a wall across the road of Warforged. That's a, that's a problem, maybe. Mm-hmm. Push through. Do a ninety degrees down a side road. Where, where, where are we? I kind of want to just barge right through. I don't know how doable that is. Well, forge the metal and piggies a bacon. And... Oh no! Is there like something that we could use as a ramp to, <laughs> to sort of? <laughs> you want a Steve McQueen over the Warforged? Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid. No. I love the idea, but I'm afraid there isn't anything. To no. Do mm. Can I create anything? <laughs> To make this work. What's what's the range on Dusty's Dust? <gasps> what is the range on Dusty's Dust? Um, the, the range on Mold Earth, I believe, is 30 feet. You can make a 30 foot ramp. Yeah, can oh, no, I can make a 5 foot ramp up to 30 feet away. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you want to try and, like, just throw out a, a dirt mound in front of you. Well... If it helps, I have a plan for us not destroying the cart and the piggies as we land, which is to cast Gust to slow the fall, so that everything is okay as we leap over. So you've got Dusty at the front, 
throwing hands forward, moulding this ramp at the front. And Aurora gives him a little nod. And just out the back is just blasting steam. <gasps> so you just nitrous off the, the, this ramp in front of the Warforged. who were just like firing um, like crossbow shots out of the palms of their hands <laughs> as you go over. Like you can hear thunk, thunk, thunk in the bottom of the, the, the bottom of the car. Oh, shit. And then uh, Aurora switches to like below you so that you don't yeah. completely wreck um, the axles. Br- Bramara helps at the front with Gust to try and do the same. Between you, you manage to land the cart fairly safely and skitter off uh, towards town. Piggy's getting extra carrots for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a moment where they took off with it and I went... <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Just paddling air. <laughs> this is not their natural habitat. No. Oh, heck, is this the moment from that saying about when pigs fly? <laughs> yeah, the chances of you escaping this city were like, will, it'll happen when pigs fly. <laughs> Yay! I like the image that Bromara's just sat there happily going, pigs flew! And pigs Dusty and Aurora fly. were just sat either side of her like... Pigs flew! Ah. Oh god, they can be grumpy in Northern together. Aurora's <laughs> not grumpy. Dusty's the grumpy one. Well, surely after their near-death experience... Oh, I mean, she'll be pissed, but yeah. I don't think she's grumpy. No? no? Okay. So, uh, yeah, what, you, what is your plan now? You've just completely stomped over the city. We stole their steam. We did steal their steam. We should probably settle in somewhere and maybe debrief. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> yeah, we find a nice, like, some trees to park the cart behind somewhere out of view. Okay. Ah. <sighs> So hey, um, hey, person who knows Dusty, hey, nice to meet you. What's your name, sorry? I'm Aurora. Oh. Oh. Oh, hey. I'm I'm Dusty's sister. Okay, okay, hey, hello, lovely to meet you. We like Dusty a lot. Dusty's very good. Dusty is very good. Uh, and how do you all know each other? Well, we're a merry band of adventurers, I guess. Adventurers with interlinked relationshipy things going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like our Dusty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dusty's a good one. Dee will pat Dusty's head. Romara will do so too. Or we'll try to. The, the, the height makes it difficult. Aurora's going to wander over to Dusty and just do little squishy cheeks. <laughs> oh, little brother. Yeah. How how long have I been? How long have I had you in the in the in the the, the sphere? I have been in there for six long months. But I reckon that is not good. Are you, are you okay? Can we do anything for you? I would like to lie down, and then I would like to fly. I'm sure we can manage that. So, you're staying here hidden in the trees? Yeah, I think maybe stay here long enough that we think that maybe the Warforged will have given up and be like, oh, well, they got away. And we can maybe sneak our way back into town. Maybe wait overnight or something, come back the next morning. Yeah, Dusty has not softened at all in this time. He is still just as angry. The crying has stopped. Yay. Yay. The anger is understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you're just camping here in the trees tonight? Yeah, I think so. Um, how, how does that go? Everyone going to bed? Dee wants to check on Dusty, make sure that Dusty's okay. Dusty hasn't sat down once. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he's not quite worked out how to speak to Aurora yet. Mm. He's just pacing and passing his hammer from hand to hand and sort of snarling under his breath. Dee will sit by and wait for Dusty to calm down a little bit before... So it's the next day. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dusty is now about three inches lower because of the trench he has paced himself as dawn breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in that case, can I get a uh, perception check from both of you that stayed awake all night? Oh. You went to bed. I went to... I did go to bed. I was thinking of the wrong character. I was like, oh, my character doesn't sleep. No, that's my Dice Punk one in season <laughs> seven. You fancy other podcasts. This is the problem. I have too many characters. I forget who does what. 16? 21. Okay. Um, at some point during the pacing and waiting, you start to see like red glowing lights. Oh fuck! Like just being scanned across the ground, like a like a cone of vision. Mm. Um, so and you can hear many footsteps. So we 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 failed to do the thing I was hoping we could do, which is the stealth game thing of run out of sight, hide around a corner, and then come back later. Uh, apparently, they have come looking for. How many cones of vision? Uh, you can see at least six at this point, but some of them are like quite far away. Are they separate enough that if one of them got into combat, they'd all be in combat? They wouldn't be immediately all in combat together. But they'd probably converge. It's likely. Mm. Ah, we're going to have to go back and fight that boss that we didn't fight. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Dusty's not in a patience mood. Wherever the closest red light is coming from, the dirt underneath them vanishes and they are the pit that they drop into fills up over the top of them. Okay, uh, that is is one vanished beneath the ground. Do you wake Ramara up to help you with this, or is she just happily having a, a kid in the back of the van? Ramara had a big day. Oh, I pretended to be a, a fancy person. It's very tiring to pretend to be posh. You did a big social. Twice. You met a new person. Yeah, and I, I had an idea about teleporting and a ramp. I've done it good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, they're getting closer. <laughs> Dusty's just stomping across the field, burying the fuckers. <laughs> with, with all the commotion that they are now drawn to your position, it seem, you have established already that they seem to have some unspoken method of distance communication, and there are a lot of them starting to surround you. Define a lot. Eh, I mean, based on the sort of icons that you can see, you'd guess probably in the hundreds. They are starting to form like a large circle around you. Around, as in just duster? Around all of you as a group. Um, And uh, they're, they're at a distance, so like they're probably about 100 yards away. But you are starting to get this perimeter being formed around you. And in the distance from the city, you see this hovering yellow glow. Oh, is this our boss fight, friend? Someone's coming. Oh, Lord, he coming. Wait, Romero up if a boss fight shows up. She'll want to be involved. <laughs> it seems reasonably likely that a fight will ensue after Dusty's been doing Dusty things. And provided that Dusty is willing, Dee will go and cast Death Ward on Dusty. But Dusty does not fight you on this. Okay. And then once that's completed, Dee will go and wake up Bromara. And Aurora? What is Bromara? Uh, Dee doesn't know Aurora like that, but yeah, this might be a good thing. 
Don't want her okay. too sleepy when a fight breaks out. She wakes with a start, but realizing she's not trapped in a weird glass sphere, she sort of settles a bit. No. What's going on? Well, the uh, Warforged seem to have closed in. Oh. And you can all hear this sort of sound approaching, getting louder. Mm. And the yellow light is getting brighter. And Aurora suddenly tenses and looks up towards it and says, Oh, fuck. Newell's here. Newell? Oh, Newell! <laughs> the bear. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No! Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Very good. Very good. Yay. I appreciated it. <laughs> I appreciated it very much. I appreciate it. But boo. Okay. So, some shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do you, what do you know about Newell? What can you prep us for? He's the one that trapped me. Yeah? Put me in that fucking bubble. Are you up for helping us take him down a notch? Oh, yes. And do you reckon I would if... like to smack him square in his stupid face. Do you reckon if we take him down, that'll deal with the robots? I think we'll need to take both of them down, but I think we'll be okay. Okay. I trust you. You seem like you know what you're doing. I think it's not just me, weak this time. I've had a kip. Um, we've got Dusty here. Very cross. I'm um, very good you, at hitting things. You two look like you can handle yourselves as well. Uh, if you could see what spell I have prepped up on my tabs. Ooh, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Look at this, we've got the smart one now. Looking up from the trees, you see this uh, yellow disc... And it lowers to the ground and off steps a still damaged Runnymede, but looks like he's had some kind of like patchwork done, just like metal plate riveted over one side of his head. Yeah. And this uh, large business suited character looks like a like a a scaled up version of the business businessman that you've seen so far. Yeah. Business. Can I get initiative rolls from <gasps> Yeah. I think I get advantage on that. I do. I got a three. I got a seventeen. Ten. So, Bromara, you're up first. Oh, I'm wasting no time getting this fight going. Um, Bromara is gonna aim at Newell and attempt to cast Blight. That's a that's a big old spell. Tell me about Blight. Um, well, I'm gonna need a constitution saving throw from Newell. Um, yeah, necromantic energy is gonna wash over a creature and drain the energy from it. It's gonna suck them dry. <laughs> it, it do big damage. Oh, damn it. I'm normally much more composed than that. <laughs> suck him dry. That is a 20. Okay, you're still gonna take half damage, which is still gonna be a reasonable amount. Uh, that's still 20 damage. That's a decent blast of energy. Not quite the 40 I was hoping for, but it's an alright opening move actually above the median so yeah okay running maid is going to uh unsheath an umbrella and take two swings at bromara it's a 19 and a 7 ah uh, the 19's gonna hit five damage cool okay next is dusty how the angry lad doing right so just to check is newell land burst now not uh he has landed yes one if i land two if i see now that <laughs> 
So is it within Dusty's attack range? You can move into attack range. Okay. Dusty is going to start striding towards Newell without a single care for any of the Warforged anywhere nearby. And As I said, they just formed a perimeter around where you're fighting. Oh yeah, no. He'd walk into an army of them at this moment. And he's almost vibrating with fury. And he starts screaming at Newell. Filthy, greedy monsters of avarice like you rip my world in shreds, and I intend to return the favour. I mean, that's pretty fucking intimidating. Yeah, I was intimidated. I rolled a ten. Yeah, but you can, you can have insight. I rolled a ten. I rolled a ten on the attack. <laughs> inspiration for the speech. Yeah, that's what I said. You can have inspiration for the inspiration. Right, you can roll again. <laughs> I got fucking uh, cottoned by that. Twenty-five and a twenty-two on those attacks. I think, yeah, I think that's no, it. Yeah. yeah. So you're attacking Yule directly? Yes. So that's 23 bludgeoning damage. Hmm. That's pretty impressive. It's Yule's go. Dexterity save from Dusty. Four. So, Dusty, Newell points his finger at you and just it erupts into flame, which just flies towards you, and you do not get out of the way quick enough and take 23 fire damage. Dusty is now on fire and screaming. He was already screaming. Dusty is now on fire. As well as screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aurora? I'm very impressed that you're managing to like work as a druid that doesn't have a, a Welsh accent. <laughs> uh, that, that's just um, just for verbal. So Aurora raises a, a palm and just fires out a jet of steam towards uh, Newell. She has also now joined you in the screaming. It's a popular family choice. <laughs> Newell just about avoids it. Like you can tell, like the, the tails of his coat are now cleaner than they were. Uh, we move on to D. Hooray! Who is nearest to D? Okay, so I guess Runnymede would be closest to you? If I were to judge who looks more injured, uh, Dusty or... Sorry, I'm not sure the name that you just said. Runnymede? Dusty or Runnymede. All right, yeah. okay. Um, Dusty, how much HP have you got? Um, 62. Uh, Runnymede definitely looks healthy, despite having half his face missing place with a metal plate. Ooh, cure wounds requires me to be within touch distance, doesn't it? D will make their way towards Dusty, but... Spiritual whip, Runnymede. Nope. Okay, so you're spiritual whipping Runnymede. Yes, okay. 13. That does not hit. Darn. Wapa. Uh, which brings us back to Bromara. What are you up to? Oh, Runnymede appears to be metallic of some variety, right? Ooh. I think it's time for a witch bolt. Unlimited power. Uh, so that's... that's electrical power, yeah? Yes, that is an electrical, electrical attack. That's a 15. Does 15 hit? Nope. Nope. That's a shame. It just crackles past him into the night. Yep. The Warforge seem to be closing ranks in the circle around you. It's, uh, yeah, the, the arena in which you find yourselves is a little bit smaller. A bit smaller, okay, okay. Uh, Runnymede is going to take another slash at you for daring to attack him. Botch and a 17. Yeah, the 17's going to hit. That's two slashing damage. Oh, no. Because that was also a botch. <laughs> I'll be alright for a minute then Dusty, how you doing angry lad? Uh, Dusty continues to be a very angry lad Tell us about that 24 and a 20 Those are going to hit Mm-hmm. 
he is doing his very best to make the front of Newell and the back of Newell indistinguishable. Roll it out. 23. Consistency, I like it. Um, yeah, his arm is starting to look real battered, but it's it's still all together. It's weird and sort of like, it's not properly shaped like normal armour. It's got a kind of high-tech vibe to it, uh, which brings us on to Newell himself. So we'll again raise the pointy finger. Uh, can I get a deck save from Dusty? Fifteen. Uh, yeah, these the, this blast of fire just goes straight over your head as you quickly do a little tuck and roll. Little combat roll. Pew. We duck out of the way and we move on to Aurora. Also screaming and attacking your stand. Uh, she sends a jet, uh, a jet of steam, and he avoids that. Uh, D, what you D in? D would be how far from Dusty now? Um, you can be close enough, I reckon. Then D would like to cure wounds to the Dusty boy. Twelve. Okay, so Dusty has twelve additional health. Yay! Yeah, so Dusty is a bit more healed from Mara. I'm going to take one more swing of that uh, witch bolt. Come on, <laughs> come on, crackle, crackle. I need more than a 15, which maybe means I should try some some other spell, but... 18. Well, 18 hits. 18 will definitely hit. Oh, I can start doing some, some damage each, each time. And this time. is a Runnymede, yeah? Yeah, Runnymede. Okay. Uh, that's 7 electricity lightning damage. Does it look like it did more than 7? It did 14, in fact. <gasps> 14? Funny you should yeah. say that, yeah. Uh, also, Runnymede has just, like... Fallen flat on his face and isn't moving. Wow, I yeah. picked a good spell. Yeah, he's now prone. Hooray! Huzzah. It's Runnymede's turn, but Runnymede is paralysed. Uh, so it's Dusty again. Dusty is continuing to scream <laughs> and hit. <laughs> I would like to believe that the screams are continuing to be as eloquent and poetic as the first ones. You, you, Dusty's just got a fountain of these yeah. to go. Yeah, he's been thinking about this for a very long time. <laughs> Every now and then, Dusty's opening a little uh, angry poetry book that's been scribbled in over the years. Uh, right, what was the next one? Was the next one? Oh, yes, and this. <laughs> oh, come on, let's be serious. Dusty can't write. Aww. I mean, he can, but he probably I shouldn't. He draws little pictures. He does. He knows what it is. Yeah. Anyway, he, he's screaming, hitting, 22ing, and critting. How do you like those apples? Do not like those apples. Those bad apples. I love those apples. They're great apples. All right. So the first attack is a 16 and the second is 38. So Newell like hits the ground and crumples and there's just like some shaking and shuddering. And then he starts to laugh. And the sound is just horrifying. Mm. And all of the Warforged around the circle start... They seem to be sending this beam of light towards Newell. And as it all converges... All the power converges on him, he starts to rise back up again, and he appears to be glowing, and all of the, like, like capillary-style uh, inlay on his armour is now just glowing with energy. Looking a bit tronish, I guess, but, like, moving rather than static. And he rises back up, laughing kind of maniacally. Okay, so we're going to have to destroy them, then. Uh, it, uh, it appears mm-hmm. that another health bar has appeared at the top of the screen. Uh. Yep. Uh, so you've dealt with Newell's first form, <laughs> uh, but that is going to give uh, Aurora enough time to uh, take her next attack. Seeing an opportunity, uh, she is going to damage Runnymede for 11 damage. Uh, D, what are you going to do? Go back to what's working, or what wasn't working, which is that spiritual whip. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I love that story. Romara. Hmm, okay. I'm going to continue dealing that damage now that Witchbolt has has found its mark. You're sticking on running me, huh? Yeah. Nine damage. Doubled, I'm guessing, is 18. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Still paralyzed. Running me is unable to attack, so we're back to Dusty. This armor. Yep. Does it have any sort of seams? It doesn't appear to. It's like there are bits that seem to have flexible movement on them. So like all the joints will have this underneath it. Uh, but then it's got like large chunky bits as like forearms, thighs, chins. But it doesn't appear to have any like nothing that appears to go down to skin. And is his face covered? No. Hmm. It's going to get covered in hammer. <laughs> 17 and 15. Both miss. It's not going to get covered in hammer. Um, he holds both hands out towards you. Can I get a dexterity save, please? Fifteen. Okay, like, both hands now, just firing out jets of fire at you. Ooh, um, yeah, like, one either side of you, just standing in the middle like, Eh, I don't want to turn to glass, thank you. Uh, Aurora is going to continue wailing on Runnymede. That's another twelve. Runnymede is still sort of sparking and juddering, but not able to attack. Dee! Hello. Hello, what are you doing? I feel like I need to... Just in just in character, in Dee's head, they're considering looking into um, more offensive spells in the future because I feel a little lackluster next to Dusty and Bromara. But it'll be a spiritual whip again. 21! Every fighting is a healer. <laughs> Well, I mean, don't feel bad about having one spell. Basically, I just use Witch Bolt for everything. Yeah, but I it's... just hit things. At least your witch, your uh, spiritual whip has a pretty good hit rate. That's fair. My Witch Bolt, I, I get like four chances to make it hit, and if it doesn't, I'm like, well, that didn't happen. Is this like when I took a sneaky, stealthy robe into a casino fight uh, run by Austin and Lauren? Yeah. Uh, and I had no ability to do anything, because I wasn't spec for the actual combat. Oops. <laughs> but you were very harder. I, all I had was my horn. <laughs> enough to power me. 21 definitely hits. Huzzah. 10. Uh, and this is on running media? Yes. Maths, 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 maths. Everybody. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, he's not looking well. Shame. Okay. Ramara. More witch bolt on running mead. Keep that damage coming. Uh-huh. Uh, that's 8 doubled to 16. Is that enough to have him out the picture yet? Almost. Can I kick him while I'm here? <laughs> Just get that last two health out of the way. That would be a different action, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, is not doing very much, but the sparks coming off of him are quite fantastic. His remaining eye has just, like, burst out of his head. Like, you had to, like, duck it as it went flying. <laughs> Hooray! It's not, it's not looking good. Dusty! Dust me? Dust you, angry lad. <laughs> Uh, you said uh, mechanically it's acid splash, but it's flavoured as chip fat for that ring, right? Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Duster is going to raise the hand with the ring from the chipmunks mm-hmm. and hoping that the fire either side will only add to the boilingness of this oil. Oh, heck. Um, DC 15 deck save. That's a six. That's less than 15. It is? Uh, so that's 10 damage? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Okay, okay. So you point your ring of chip fat, uh, of boiling oil, towards uh, Manuel as he's just firing these jets of fire either side of you. And as the oil, like, sprays towards his head, it catches in the fire. The whole lot goes up, and what hits him in the face is just horrible burning oil. 
Freddy Krueger, that bitch up. Oh, yeah, he's gonna look pretty Freddy Krueger about now. Nice. A very angry, Bernie-faced man who is starting to look like Baron Harkonnen. Bits are peeling off him. It's it's not pleasant. Um, but he's gonna redirect that flame to try and get you again, Dusty. Let's have some dexterity, please. Nine. And another one. Botch. And a botch. Oh, dear. <sighs> 61 damage. 61, did you say? Yes. Whew. That's That's a big number. That's a very large number. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Unlike my current hit points, which conversely is a very small number. What is that number? Unlucky for some. So you take a lot of damage, and you're now seared and a bit glassy around the edges, where the silicates in you have, have gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aurora, seeing this, just screams and fires just jets of steam, doing twenty-two damage to Newell, who's still looking greasy. And Bernie and angry. Relatable. <laughs> oh. Luckily, you'll never do more than two jets of fire at a time because there's no such thing as a three in his world. <laughs> oh! <laughs> D! Yes! What are Ding that whip. That's not that clever. 13. That's not gonna hit. Damn. Romara! Um, he's running mead, don't we? Orbs. Uh, no, he. Still has a very small number of hit points. Let's take that small amount away. Uh, 11 doubled is 22. Uh, yeah, something... He just sort of bursts, and a bit of shrapnel flies into uh, Manuel. He takes an additional 24 damage as his assistant explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so you just hate it when your assistant explodes. Oh, so inconvenient. Yeah. Uh, Dusty. Dusty. Singed, limpy, flamey, scorched lad. What what are you up to? Um, is anyone else other than Dusty in melee range? Um, Grimara theoretically. Yeah, D's close enough to heal you, so. No, I think I'm gonna stick to what I know. Twenty five and an eight. Twenty five hits. Nine damage. I've just realised that D didn't heal Dusty after that mahusive damage. Huh. Well, it's Manuel's go again. <laughs> Gulp. Can I get a dexterity save from Dusty? Nineteen. <laughs> yeah. So both shots just fly past you. I don't, think he's getting a bit overconfident I'll after s- completely frying you on the last I'll shot. Say, don't worry, had that not been... I've got a thing in hand for if another big heavy hit looks like it's going to hit Dusty. I can I can stop that happening. Yay. It's going to be okay. Yeah, and Dusty has the death ward on. Yeah. Br- Brumara's got counterspell queued up for when it looks like the big hit is coming. Okay. Uh, Aurora is going to attempt to hit near uh, Manuel. Just avoids two jets of steam, and we move on to D. I was, I was really thinking that Dusty was okay, but um, Dusty's on like ten percent health right now. Yeah, D will do a prayer of healing. Nine. Well, damn. Yay! Yay! Ramara. Oh, let's redirect that electricity and get it going at Newell. Fourteen. That doesn't hit. Nope, that's fine. That's my bad. Thought I'd give it a go anyway. Uh, running mead is, is debris, uh, so it's Dusty. Dusty is going to just keep smashing. He's got a lot of issues to work out, and he is working them out right now. 11 and 12. Neither of those hit. Uh, Newell just lets out this massive bellow, and I'm going to need dexterity rolls from everyone. Oh no. 
Everyone. Nine. Dexterity. Deception. Seventeen. Six. What what is it that's occurring? Is a spell coming at the group or Yes. Um so Dusty, Aurora and D are they're basically Newell is gonna sort of A pose, put his hands out and just sort oh. of spin around on the spot and just do a jet of fire. Mm. Bromara manages to definitely leap out the way. Which puts you out of range for melee now. How bad does this look? Does this look like it would be a problem for Dusty? Let's find out. Uh, so that's nine damage each for everyone who is... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Undoing my slick prayer of healing. Mm-hmm. Two of those were botches, so you did all right out of that, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Aurora sending in the steam. Causing uh, Newell to try and duck out the way. That's a 20. He does very well. He cares nothing for these jets of steam. He has harnessed steam in the past. But now it is time for D. D will prayer of healing again. Uh-huh. And this, I forgot, will actually affect, God damn it! five. Aurora as well. Because it is right. in a range. So that's uh, Aurora and Dusty. 5 HP to us all. Oh, uh, bring you back to Bromara. Uh, right. Fuck it. Let's. Uh, I started the fight with it. I'm gonna come back to it. I'm gonna use my my final remaining use of blight. Um, Constitution saving throw from Newell. Twenty. Uh, he's still gonna take half damage. Uh, so that's fifteen damage as I attempt to suck the life out of him and drain drain him like squeezing water out of sponge. <laughs> nice. Fifteen. Did you say? Fifteen. Uh, yeah, he's looking a bit pruney round the face. Some of his beard drops out. Oh no. Very disappointing. Uh, it's Dusty. Me? Eight, twenty-five. Twenty-five hits? Yeah, gonna smack. Twelve. Okay, tell me about the final blow on you all. Dusty winds back mm-hmm. and channels every last piece of anger he has for faceless profiteering scumbags that hurt the people he loved and he converts him to a faceless profiteering scumbag that hurt the people he loved just completely front of his face is gone ripped out there's crunching bones going into the brain matter that's left behind whichever little bits of fried skin were still clinging to bits of burnt hair just tear off completely just unmasks it Mm-hmm. At which point Aurora steps up and is just like hands down just gunning steam into the crevice. <laughs> so it smells bad. Mm, tester. <laughs> well, Dusty would say that. Oh no. You notice that the lights from the Warforge have all gone out. Hooray! It ran out of steam. Hey! Uh, boom! <laughs> yay! Very good, good, very good, yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> well then, you have defeated Newell of Steamtown. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on stonemonkeyradio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing 
you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Battle of Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 Bye.